Well, today we'll be looking, especially at the end of the first letter of Timothy, gives us great advice for us today. It's hard to believe this was written more than 1,900 years ago. It speaks about what happens when we, as Christians, start fighting with each other. It also guides us against having material values, including a very famous quotation about the love of money, and it also praises Christian virtues. I think this passage actually makes for a very good examination of conscience. So let us remember that Mary Magdalene, Johanna, Joanna, Susanna, and other women were companions of Jesus and the Twelve. Too often we forget about them, but let's remember that much of um, Jesus' teaching in all of the Gospels talks about talking to his disciples, not the Twelve. And sometimes he speaks to the crowd. So there are times when there are more than just the 12 apostles around. Presumably, these women were often there. Why else would they figure so prominently in the passion and the resurrection? We live in a time when people surround themselves with mostly like-minded people. It seems like I have many friends on Facebook who only... I'm the one friend they have who might disagree with them on things. They post all kinds of things that are quite insulting. I had somebody who said, what kind of uh, moronic idiot would da-da-da? And I wrote, well, I guess I'm one of those moronic idiots today. But, um, you know, also we watch cable TV shows that tell the news the way we want to hear it. And more and more in our country, we're living in neighborhoods that are isolated by social status and, status and, and uh, political belief. And unfortunately, in the past few decades, this has started to happen in the Catholic Church as well. The Church was able to stay out of this for a while, but it has come to have uh, happened to us too. We, as the Catholic Church, are supposed to be the big tent church that we can fit a lot of people in, or as James Joyce said, here comes everybody. Diversity is welcome. The word Catholic means universal. But too often, we become accustomed to the way that we do things within the church, and we start asking everyone else to do it the same way as us, insisting that that is the way it must be. For example, the church has 2,000 years of traditions of prayer. And just because praying in one way works for you, it does not, the church does not say everyone else has to pray the way that works for you. There are variations in how we celebrate the Mass. And just because it works well for one person does not mean that that's the best way for everyone. So whenever we do feel that we need to correct one another about our beliefs or our actions within the church. Let us pray that we're truly correcting someone who doesn't believe as the church directs us. And if any of you ever think that I or Father Don are doing something wrong, please, please talk with us. Hopefully such a conversation will lead to some of the things at the end of this first reading. Righteousness, devotion, faith, love, patience, and gentleness, rather than what 
is spoken about at the beginning when we teach differently than Christ. Envy, rivalry, insults, evil suspicions, friction among people. If Jesus and the twelve could make room for the wife of someone in the employment of King Herod, that's Joanna, in case you weren't paying attention, Jesus welcomes more diversity than some of us may imagine. 